a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. One of the things I often heard in Washington, D.C., from a lot of the intellectuals, the elites, the think tanks, the professors at big name universities is if you could just let the smart people run the government and run the country, everything would be fantastic. Uh, If you think that's what the American people believe, it's time to reconsider. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day. Think again. Well, it is time to think again. And uh, we're going to our ultimate insight source, Scott Rasmussen, on what the experts know, what the American people believe think they know and who actually ought to lead in the end. Uh, Scott, thanks for joining us today. Well, Boyd, it's always great to be with you. And, you know, I began my column this week talking about uh, a long ago lunch at Harvard University. A professor over lunch said, why don't the American people trust us to lead? After all, we've gone to the Kennedy School. That's what we were trained to do. And, of course, I was shocked by that question. I thought we had a government, uh, you know, of, by, and for the people. That Radical the stuff, Scott. Yeah. But uh, it turns out that, uh, you know, voters are very skeptical uh, of a lot of official things. Uh, we talked earlier in the year about how two-thirds of voters – took part in activities that were officially discouraged by the CDC during that Mm -hmm. pandemic. And that, boy, that made public health officials just kind of boil over. Uh, So I decided to ask people what they thought. And when policy experts recommend one thing and the public is strongly opposed to that policy, well, 19 percent of voters, one out of five, say we should follow the experts. Uh, 61% say follow the people. And again, you know, that's that's kind of all American view of the world. Uh, why do they think that? Because of a, a difference in the way the experts are perceived. You know, in your intro, you talk about all those smart people in Washington, and they think or they perceive themselves as just looking at the facts and making the decisions based on the facts. Uh, and 25% of voters believe that all those experts really do make their recommendations based upon their professional expertise. But more than twice as many, a solid majority, think, no, no, these experts are making recommendations based on their own personal political preferences. So they, 
you know, there's this perception that these experts are abusing their authority to pursue their own policy ends. And that's why you have so much distrust. Yeah. And I think that's a part of uh, the American tradition that we do have to push back against uh, the, the levers of power just a, a little bit there. I also think there's an interesting thing uh, there. You you go on and I want to get these numbers from you in terms of, you know, what are the major threats to democracy? Uh, but I think there's also an interesting lesson in all of this in terms of uh, what the American people want. They don't just want someone who's smart. They want someone who is smart and someone who will fight for them. What they, what they don't want and what uh, the political and the elite class often give us is smart wimps. And the American people don't trust them and they don't uh, really want them to be leading the country. Well, and they want someone who will listen, uh, who will respect the views of the public. And by the way, if there's some misinformation that the public is handling, you know, they want to have it explained to them in a non-biased way. But we don't have that kind of relationship between the American people and their leaders right now. Uh, one of the stunning facts in the poll was that, you know, 57 percent of voters right now believe uh, it's likely that the U.S. government officials actively tried to cover up the lab leak theory. It's not that they think it was just an oversight or a mistake. You know, they think they actively tried to cover this up. That's a high level of skepticism. And I think it's been earned by, you know, a lot of experts doing what they thought was right and not bothering with uh, where the public went. Uh, But, boy, you know, and I I mentioned this in my column, and it's uh, uh, there was one number that really blew me away. You know, we hear a lot about major threats to democracy these days. Obviously a big discussion. It turns out that 55 percent of voters, just over half, say that letting government bureaucrats set rules without approval of Congress or voters is a major threat to democracy. Mm. Uh, You know, and this is something this administrative state, regulatory state has been growing since the 1970s. uh, And it's become a, a real thorn in the side to a lot of Americans. Uh, And by the way, I should point out that 73 percent of Republicans consider that to be a major threat, 43 percent of Democrats and 40 percent of independents. But the big shocker, while 55 percent say letting these bureaucrats set the rules is a major threat to democracy, just 45 percent believe the January 6th assault on the U.S. Capitol was a major threat. Uh, obviously, some partisan differences on those questions. Yeah, fascinating. And uh, on a day where literally the uh, House of Representatives just uh, voted to uh, create uh, a special commission to look at what happened on January 6th, including including two Republicans, uh, Liz Cheney and uh, Representative Kinzinger, uh, joined the Democrats in voting for uh, that select committee. So that will be an interesting thing to look at. And uh, the last thing I want you to to weigh in on, uh, Scott, and you can read Scott's piece uh, on scottrasmussen.com, Why Americans Distrust Government Experts. Uh, and I want to get a little deeper into this area of trust. You've, you've written about this. You've polled this. Uh, and it seems that that distrust uh, continues to go. And, and the thing that I've always worried about is, we, we have tested and tried uh, this constitutional republic under all kinds of circumstances and settings and scandals and wars and all of those different things. But the one thing we've really never tested it all the way out on is can it actually survive if we've completely lost trust uh, in our elected officials and in our institutions of government? Where do you think we are on that scale? 
Well, I think the the other great danger is losing trust in each other. You know, we are at a point where if a Republican says the water is wet, Democrats will say, no, it's not, uh, you know, and vice versa. And I think this trust, this the, the fact that nobody sees anything as a reliable source uh, is very problematic. Uh, one of the reasons I believe that, uh, you know, Republicans – don't see the, the assault on the U.S. Capitol as a major threat to democracy is because they're thinking, oh, come on, Democrats have been trying to ignore the people for a long time. That's the partisan perspective. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I think it'll get worse before it gets better. Uh, but I do believe we will find someone who will put the pieces back together. And America is, is going through a transition. We've never had this constitutional republic uh, go through decades of the digital revolution, yeah. and everything seems different in this. Yeah. Wow. Independent pollster Scott Rasmussen, uh, our trusted and inside source. Uh, we appreciate you jumping on the line with us today. Again, you can read Scott's column and uh, all of his great polling, scottrasmussen.com. Scott, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. So again, as we think through that, Scott brings up so many important things as it relates to trust. And where Scott ended is where I want to begin. And that is this idea of it's one thing for us to lose trust in government or in institutions. It's another thing when we start to lose trust in each other. If we don't trust our neighbor, if we don't trust our community, uh, then we have real problems in this constitutional republic of ours. And as we roll into this holiday weekend, Uh, It's time to rebuild and regain that trust by living in a way that earns it and trusting people in a way that shares it. Stay with us. Much more to come. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.